Show with thanks to Next Level Golf. Visit www.nextlevelgolf.com.au and take your game to the next level. And I know this bloke's next level. Live from Tatura, Dave Roberts, president of the Golden Murray Golf Association, as I welcome him in for the golf show. How are you, Dave, on this beautiful spring Saturday? But it hasn't been like that throughout the week, has it? No, it certainly hasn't, but no, lovely blue sky looking out the window here this morning, Mark. Yes, very nice day after a couple of bad weeks, really, isn't it? Although I think we've dodged a lot of the rain that was really predicted for here for the the week. We we didn't get as much as a lot of the other places around Victoria Cop, so... Perhaps we might be very lucky in that regard. And what are the golf uh, courses looking like, Dave, around the region? Have you heard any reports of uh, how the rain's affected things locally? I haven't had many reports locally this week, but, of course, we talked last week of the torrential rain Monday and Tuesday of the the previous week cancelling the um, country teams event. Um, I'm hoping that New Merkers have dried out. They got their annual tournament on this weekend, so but they really copped it. Um, I think that Tuesday or Wednesday of the previous week. I would be also hoping Marutna has dried out a fair bit because they start their club championships. Um, I'm guessing Kyala would be fairly damp, but they they were closed for a few weeks. Uh, Hilltop. I certainly know it's got a couple of wet patches, but much better than we thought it would be after the rain on Wednesday. So um, we might have to, Mark, start rating golf courses like your uh, racetracks and give them they're going to be heavy or soft or whatever, but most of them will certainly be on the... Um, uh, well, if not heavy, they'll be on the uh, high soft side. I would, I would think today. Although most of the greens, I think, would come up pretty well after uh, yesterday and a bit of sunshine on them today. I'd say you'd be up there like they are in Sydney today, racing on a heavy ten. They'd be a bit hard on the legs racing in Sydney today, wouldn't it? Oh, it's hard on the legs most times. Sydney, I can't believe that the meeting's even going, to be honest. Uh, they've had to cancel a couple of times, a couple of big meetings uh, throughout the uh, autumn and early winter as well when it, yeah. the big dump happened back then. So, I mean, they've just copped it uh, ad nauseum for a lot of months now up there in Sydney. They have, and I... I haven't checked any totals, but I looked the last few days checking the radar. Is they've copped it round, um, I'll say just north of us, round um, Wagga and Griffith and um, Forbes and West Wyalong. I'll have to check later and actually see how much rain they had, but they look as though yesterday they were absolutely copping it. So I'd like to know what the Newell Highway is like at the moment. Yeah, it's interesting times, isn't it? And. Uh you know, like, for all the rain we have, I must say, I live down the north end of Shepparton, and I've been through two massive floods in my lifetime in Shepparton, and it is a floodplain, but the boulevard where I am, it isn't exactly up, it's certainly not at flood levels at the moment, it's high, but I wouldn't say that it's anything to worry about. No, no, it's, uh, I think at the moment on my check, it's flowing at about 22 or 25,000 uh, megalitres a day. And I think minor flood level there at Shep is 31,000 megalitres a day. So, yeah, there's a bit to go. It's probably what we'd say is high, but, um, yeah, it's not into any minor flood levels yet. 
Yeah, we sort of know living down the north end if it's going to flood. We can just tell by the boulevard. Like, we just yeah. know. Yep, yep. Yeah, there's all, we've all got our own little triggers, haven't we? Yep. <laughs> what we think. Yep. All right, I better do something about golf, haven't No I? worries, Dave. What do you got for us on this Saturday morning? And if I run out, you get ready to sing at the end. I will, mate, for sure. Right, let's go back uh, always to the last weekend was the uh, Dunhill, Alfred Dunhill tournament, the Lynx tournament in Scotland. And I was saying last week, one, one of my favourite events this week because they, they play three different courses, then they all get together on the old course for the final round. But um, Ryan Fox, the New Zealander, he was there uh, sort of amongst those leaders early, always hanging around, then he shot a minus four on uh, his last day at the old course for, for a total of minus 15 to win. Uh, just ahead of Caelan Shrinkman, uh, who was minus 14. But Caelan Shrinkman, with his partner Alex Aqua, Aquavella, uh, who's on a handicap of four, they had the best score in the, um, the great fun they have there with the Pro uh, and AM partnership event as well. So Caelan Shrinkman... Won the pairs event and came second in the uh, in the tournament. But also, as we've seen fairly recently in a lot of events, Rory McElroy, he was just off a bit off the pace and then charges home on on the last day. He's got a reputation of absolutely charging the last day. This guy, um, he finished minus thirteen, tied for fourth. So, yeah, great, a really great tournament, and it was interesting to just see a bit on the. I guess watch on the internet that Ryan Fox, uh, for the past few years, his partner in the in the pro am event has been Shane Warne. So he paid a tribute to uh, Sh- Shane Warne, who's usually been his partner, saying how great it would have been there and how much they they missed Warney around the place for that tournament. So yeah, another great Dunhill International tournament uh, done and dusted and ve- very good result. Now. The other thing that a lot of people may have picked up uh, during the week, if you follow golf and the, all the things that go with it, the world's longest drive competition was won by Martin Bergmeier. And he had the longest drive of 426 yards, which equates, we taught him, the Americans still do a lot of their golf in yards. A lot of the international golfers are in yards. Uh, we do it in metres, 389.5 metres. He hit the ball. Now, if there's anyone listening out there this morning and you golfers, just think, 389 metres, how does that equate to a hole on your course? I can. Anyone who knows the 11th hole at Hilltop, Martin Bergemeyer has hit the ball from the plates to the front of the green on the 11th. And I just find that absolutely astounding. Now, in second place was Bryson DeChambeau. He hit it only 406 yards, 371 metres. So he was 18 metres behind. I thought, wow, this is absolutely incredible hitting. But on checking, it's still incredible hitting, but in checking... Uh, a little bit further, they actually played the competition at, sorry, the name of the place has just avoided me, a mental blank, but it's in Nevada, the desert desert area in the United States. Very low humidity, light air, 
So the ball's going to travel a lot uh, a lot easier. One of the Australian guys who in here said that the ball just floats through the air a lot more than it, it does in Australia. So there you go. 389 metres for the, for the longest drive in the world's drive competition. So well done, Martin Bergemeyer. A couple of the funny things that have happened in the last two weeks to some young professionals, <coughs> excuse me, just getting started. Marja Stark playing in the uh, Ladies Professional Golf Association event. She was disqualified this week because she was using a new driver that one of the sponsors had given her, but the new driver wasn't yet on the list of conforming clubs, so it wasn't approved to be used. Uh, she she used it, and um, sorry, disqualified, but it, w- it went on the approved club list two days later. So, Marja Stark, you're a bit stiff on that one. And the other one... Um, a new young professional in the male circuit, and good, I forgot to put his name down, he was disqualified on the first hole for using an electronic distance measuring device. Now, these things have proliferated golf in recent years where you can hold it up to your eye and look at your phone and you know how far your ball is from the hole. The pros aren't allowed to use them. Uh, their caddies walk around with little notebooks you always see that have distances and everything written in their notebooks. But anyway, this poor young guy got on the first hole, pulled out his distance measuring device, and bingo, he was disqualified. So um, bad luck for that. So there's two strange things happening in the professional world. A couple more things before I move into Around the Traps. The... Issues between the PGA and 54 Saudi Golf this week. They're still wrangling about all sorts of things, but this week the one of the sort of arguments that came to the top was world rankings. Um, the 54 golfers believe that, that they should be uh, eligible for world rankings as to where, where they sit in terms of the best of the world. So that's another thing they've now got to try and sort out between these opposing golf organisations and also announced very recently when the Commonwealth Games come to Victoria in uh, 2026 um, golf will be included in the Commonwealth Games so um, there's probably another win for golf Golf Australia should be very very happy about that they've got golf to be included in the Commonwealth Games in Victoria in 2026 I'll probably look for a regional venue, so I'll have a bit of a tip that it might be down along the coast, 13th Beach, where they play the Vic Opens, probably got a big chance, so we'll see how that goes. I, um, so that's it on the on the rest of the scene. Uh, head to Around the Traps. Perhaps before I do that, I'll just put a bit of a plug in for uh, Super League. All you golfers out there with handicaps less than seven, the good golfers around the district, Super League is on. Uh, this next round is being played at Newmerka on the 23rd of October, so get your ent- entries in for that. It's on Facebook and the website and whatever, and it's floating around your club. So if you're listening to this and you want to play, get in there. Um, <coughs> speaking of soft tracks or heavy tracks or wonderful tracks, uh, Valley View report that last Saturday was a perfect spring day and an excellent field with a few visitors. 
and they played monthly medal over there. A tight race. Ed McQueen claimed his first Valley View monthly medal with a 70 net. One shot clear of Mick Coyne on 71. Poor old Mick Coyne missed back-to-back medals. Don't worry, Mick. They're pretty hard to come by. Just appreciate it when you get it. And well done, Ed. Uh, B-grade John Burrows was a winner with a 73 from Kerry Creek on 74. Helen Emery, well done, Helen. Helen, she's got to be one of the most consistent golfers around the place. She was the ladies' winner with 74 net. Came one shot here. So all the winners at Valley View last uh, Saturday. Three winners, one by one shot. <laughs> Pretty interesting one. Ash Cooper had the best scratch score of 76. Then after a beautiful day last Saturday, there was no golf Tuesday due to rain. Oh, that's a bit of bad luck there. And um, again, for Valley View, condolences to the family of Dot Bennett, who passed away earlier uh, last week. And Dot was a long-standing, very popular man at, at Valley View. So condolences to the Bennett family. Uh, to Marupna, last Saturday they had 99 men. Bad luck you just didn't get to that 100 figure. 99 men and 9 ladies out. Uh, Division 1, Ashley Hockey won with 45 points. Jeez, that's a good score, Ashley. Rolf Weber, good on you, Rolf. Rolf's the secretary of um, Golden Valley Vets, so good to see a worker having a good win. Uh, Rolf won Division 2 with 40 points, and Ben Musgrove uh, won Division 3. And the ladies' event was won by Sue McIntyre with 33 points. Good on you, Sue's. Sunday, the best out in their comp was Harrison Baker um, playing off a handicap of 20. Well done, and again, they know golf for um, Marutna because of um, Country Week there the week before. They got playing on Thursday, and the best score was Kevin Monaghan with 37 points from Andrew Metcalf, also on 37. So a countback needed there. That Andrew Metcalf's been mentioned in the last few weeks. He's having a bit of a purple patch. Uh, closer to home for me to Hilltop. Reported in by Bunkard. Good to have you back writing the reports, Bunkard. Uh, again, one of the host clubs closed down for the country teams event. And then after all the rain soaked away, Thursday's stroke event and chook run were played in heavy conditions. I don't know if I've had a, a race course rating, but heavy conditions. Thursday's stroke event was won by Mick Travaskis with a 71 net. And the last chook run of the year, winter chook run, 21 players out, and Peter Ned Fiddies uh, took off the took the event with a net 33. Big thanks to Jan Coe for running chook run event this year. So chook run finishes for winter, and twilight comp started on Thursday for summer. So I think we'll have a few twilights to uh, to report on. Uh, over the next six months with daylight saving, usually a big event in most clubs. So anyway, twilight started at um, at Hilltop last Thursday. Uh, Saturday, the women's stroke event. Cheryl Curran, fantastic score of 69 net, ahead of Jenny Asplin, who was 74 net in second place. The men played for the monthly medal. Link Wellington uh, playing off six. And Eagle on the 13th, a part of his score for a net 66. So 
great score, Link. I think that's probably your best score around that track. He won A grade. Runner-up, Paul Kappa with a 68 net. Bad luck, Paul. If I had 68 net and lost, I probably wouldn't be happy. But good golfers know how to take it. B-grade winner, Graham Manili was a winner with 69 net. C-grade, Brendan Ryan with 68 net. So I think those winning scores just show how good a condition that course is in after a dried out from that rain earlier in the week. The women's score this week, this weekend, if anyone's listening of Hilltop players, you still got a chance to enter for Sunday for the Hilltop Mix, sponsored by Judy Baker. Great event, get in it. Uh, for the women, they welcomed a few players from Marutna and Shepparton who joined the comp last Wednesday because of country teams arrangements. Um, on Judy Baker followed up her good win from the week before to win A grade again with 32 points. Yeah, two wins in a row. Lois Rogers claimed B grade also with 32 points. So well done, Lois. And just a reminder to ask me here for Hilltop Women, the hit-off times are going to remain the same until November. Then they'll probably start to hit off a little bit earlier for uh, when, when the heat starts getting through if we get summer this year. Uh, get into golf started at Hilltop last Sunday. 14 new ladies come to learn. If you're interested, anyone out there want to try and take golf, man or woman, it doesn't matter. Um, head over to Hilltop at about 3pm on Sundays for the next few weeks and they'll get you started and see what it's like. Um, go to Merrigam. Uh, poor old Merrigam, they had a bit of a hiccup there last week with a machinery breakdown and they couldn't mow the course. Uh, probably could it be any worse time that uh, with the grass, the way it's growing... Plenty of moisture in the soil, a couple of warm days, and bingo, it really started to um, started to grow. So there wasn't much run. Probably a bit frustrating for the guys looking for balls. But anyway, they got back into it. Well done. Um, Ash Sanders uh, had 33 points, which was good enough to uh, win, surviving a count back from Tony Borelli. So those two adapted to those conditions pretty well. Uh, presentation night will be at Merrigam tonight after they, they play in par event. So that'll bring a lot a lot of guys out to pin 10. So there you go. Turn up to Merrigam for your um, barbecue tea tonight and presentations. Good luck. There'll be a bit of fun over there. And their annual general meeting is on Wednesday, the 12th of October. There's a few annual meetings coming up all around the place. So there you go, Merrigam people. Get in there. Uh, up to Newmerka, Ronnie Amir finally made it into the winner's stall. He ca captured the September monthly medal shirt sponsored by Brad Tweed. Uh, he posted a net 70, played early, and none of the other players could catch him during the day. So he had a four-shot buffer over Steve Thornton. So well done, Ronnie. Good win. Um same margin, A-grade, Alan Weasel Dalton. That's not very nice, Alan. Do they always call you Weasel up there? Alan won A-grade, and runner-up was Anthony Bear Sanders. So good challenge. Now, hopefully, um, they're right into it with their, to their tournament that I mentioned uh, earlier in this show. So 
Hope things are going well up there for your tournament, Yamurka. And let's hope these blue skies stay there. Um, for the women, Karen Harper, as the headlines from Shankster said, big hitting Kaz scrambles well. Karen Harper proved on Saturday you don't always have to hit the golf ball straight to score well. There's a good argument point for golf, isn't it? Uh, Plan up a handicap of 20. Um, better handicap, 72 net on Saturday to win the day's event by a single shot. She said, said she saw plenty of the course, not necessarily fairways, but scrambled well and, and got back. Uh, scores were vastly improved in what they've been in recent months, given that the reflection of the of the courses and how they've come back. And I suppose we're getting now to the to the end of this show, Mark, and it sort of goes back to what we started on. The co courses are wet; they're dry, drying out well. The um, ground staff are out there with with the mowers, just trying to catch up. Um, so hopefully, we'll get some really good uh, golf played. Uh, in the next few weeks around all our clubs. So that brings me to the end of our golf report for this week, and I'll uh, just go back and repeat the fact of, for the good golfers, uh, Sunday the 23rd of October at New Merca for Super League will be on. Uh, I can't attend that same weekend as the big Golf Victoria um district president's conference in Bendigo so there'll be a couple of us um, over there and I'll try and do the show from over there if we can arrange that mark on on uh, the Saturday of that weekend so that should be a weekend of no golf and a weekend of listening and talking about golf and strategies for the future so there we go. You might have to sing for the last two minutes or play a song, Mark. No worries. They've got a song in the system ready to go, just in case you did fall short of the crease, to use a cricket analogy, not a golfing analogy. Probably just putted one short there. Yeah, putted one short. I fell, fell short of the tape at the winning post. Would that be right? The track was too heavy for me with my throat this morning. Yeah, something like that. Hey, it was a bit of a shame, though, just before you go, that... We did finally get into daylight savings and a lot of golfers couldn't actually utilise it in the first week of daylight savings because of the weather. Oh, yeah, oh, it's a real, real down. The, we the weather's been a real down. It's not... Um, I think it's it's not just the actual... Any rain at the time. It's sort of the mood it puts you in. You look outside and you think, oh, geez, everything's a bit damp out there. There's there's puddles all over the place. You don't, you're not that enthusiastic to get out and have a game of golf and... I know for a fact that Hilltop on Thursday, there's three or four guys who religiously play golf every Tuesday and every Thursday morning early, and they were not out there on Thursday morning. So I think that gives you a bit of an indication of uh, just the sort of thoughts in pe people's heads about whether they'll go and play golf. All right, Dave, we'll leave it there. Thanks for that. We'll do it all again next Saturday with thanks to Next Level Golf. Thanks, Mark. All the best for the day. No worries. That was Dave Roberts, President of the Golden Murray Golf Association. He'll be back just after the 10 o'clock news next Saturday morning. Let's see what the week brings, and let's hope we can get some golf up and going across the Golden and Murray Valleys. Next Level Golf. Take your game to the next level. The Marupna Golf Club, home to the Goulburn Valley's only full-length driving range, and it's open to the public seven days a week. 
Yep, that's right. You don't need to be a member to use the driving range. But with some of the best value for money golf memberships on offer, why not take the plunge and join with unlimited golf all year round? Come and meet our PGA pro, Ben Weatherly. Need a lesson? Yep, Ben's got you covered there too. You're welcome here at the Friendly Club, the Marupna Golf Club. One of them sponsor. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.